0: The following interview is paid for in full by Fat Jack Sports Picks. Now joining Homer and Tony on 94.5 ESPN is Fat Jack. For the best football picks, give Jack a call at 800-298-1383 or FatJackSports.com. Here's Homer and Tony with the Fat Jack. I have to make an executive decision. Uh, I no longer want to call him Fat Jack. I want to call him Blue Flame as in blue flames smoking hot one again on Monday one again on Wednesday one again on Thursday even Fat Jack has to be a little surprised at how well things are going what do you
1: say blue flame yeah you're right I mean I it's been one of those years where I I'm, I'm just dialed in All right now we uh, last weekend I pushed over the Saturday Sunday but honestly since August we that's the old that's the worst week we had one a couple of day period where we pushed. And as you mentioned, we had won the the week before that. We had won every weekend before that, and then going forward, we won Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. And oh, by the way, our bases are ten and three against the spread since you and I talked last, and including uh, four and two in the play or five and two of the playoffs. So really, really strong. Great time to get signed up at Uh The MMA went five and one two weeks ago. There's another big card going tomorrow, so a lot of reasons to get dialed in. Oh, by the way, the NBA starts on Tuesday, so. I've taken advantage of the the special prices I'm running right now two ninety nine everything through uh, Halloween or uh, four twenty nine for football and basketball through Halloween that will get you into profit you will be making money uh, betting on games if you'll just sign up at least through Halloween at FatJackSports dot so uh, I don't think so in there I see that you are di- you are dipping your toe in the high stakes level of candidate gambling on the internet and that's what I see
0: uh, um, I was going to ask you we'll get to that but. I thought of you as a football guy. Am I correct in that in recent years, you've added all these other areas? I don't know, do you have your peeps? Do you do it? Explain how you have, I would say, branched out. Is my analysis correct?
1: Well, yes and no. I mean, basketball's been a mainstay since the beginning. Um, I, I in the beginning wasn't as good at basketball as football. so I charge a lot less, and I really haven't made the the prices more in proportion to the profit. Uh, we average about 50 games of profit a year in hoops, and we have I have for the better part of a decade. And those packages are are a lot less. I mean, so when you add them to football, it's like a hundred dollars a month to add basketball. So four four seventy five for football for a month, five ninety nine for football and basketball is a hundred and twenty bucks, twenty five bucks to add hoops. That's because there's more volatility. The other stuff, you're right though. UFC, a, a guy you may know, Jordan uh, Sherwood who works for yep. your company, actually. He does. He's very, very good at UFC. I, I basically tried him out for seven years before I would do anything with him. And lo and behold, the old boy knows a little bit about UFC. And he's been really good. He wins about five out of every six weeks. That's all he does. Um, and, and so that's that's how we get that. The baseball, I have. I always said, if Pete Rose can't make money betting on baseball, I'm not going to charge To give baseball picks, I just think it's too difficult. So I give those for free. I have two guys they are very high-end gamblers that have bet my football and basketball for the better part of 15 years. Again, I tried them out for seven years before I even passed anything along for free to my clients, but they are very good at baseball. And baseball over the last probably five years has made anywhere between 20 and 40 games of profit during the course of the summer mainly, obviously, and it's been free. I don't charge for that because I'm not doing it, and I just feel like there's there's too much volatility. I'm okay charging for Jordan stuff because it's not every week. There's less volatility. He wins five out of every six weeks. Basketball can have these – or, excuse me, baseball can have these kind of big swings, but knock on wood, recently they haven't had a lot of swings. It's just been upward trajectory. So uh, a
0: great time to get signed up for sure. Talking with Fat Jack, fatjacksports.com. I haven't asked you often enough, or at least in general, your thought on the Packers.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was in London and watched work, working by NFL, doing the NFL games for the TV show that actually pays me to come on. And um, a lot of other serious radio and a lot of markets around the country. And so I, I saw it firsthand. What happened overseas uh, was, and I talked about this uh, not only on my uh, Instagram at Fat Jack Sportsville and TV show, Green Bay – decided, like Minnesota, to come over late. They came over Thursday night on the red-eye. Really, it was an inconvenience. They were the last team in the NFL to play outside the contiguous United States. You could tell they did not really want to be there, uh, just the way that, that they approached it. And they were okay giving up maybe their best effort in that one spot playing at 8.30 in the morning in London, Central Time, but you know, Central Time at 8.30 in the morning for a better outcome going forward. And it it really showed itself in the second half of that game. You've watched the guys come out of the locker room. The Giants were fired up. They were ready to go. And the Packer team basically was, yeah, we're here. It's the second half. Let's see how we do. And you could see it, visibly see it on their faces of the players um, at the game. So I don't know how much effort I put into that. The defense underperforming has been kind of the big puzzling question mark. You knew that the offense was going to have some chemistry issues, and they have but the defense we thought was going to be better. So I, anytime Aaron Rodgers is on the team, I, you can't throw them out, and all they got to do is get hot, and they typically do in October. And so that was a bad loss, but I suspect they're going to play better going forward, and I think they're going to be there in the playoffs. And when you've got him in quarterback, you get in the playoffs, you've got a chance. So defense certainly going to have to short up a little bit, though.
0: Let's go to Wisconsin. Any note, or is Northwestern that
1: bad? Yeah, Northwestern's that bad. I should have released that. I, I talked about this on the Fat Jack Sports Hour that – that runs here, I think tonight or tomorrow morning, but that, that was the that was the one. Almost every week there's a game or two I kick myself for not releasing that I talk about a lot, and they just for whatever reason don't release it. That was the perfect spot. Northwestern's horrible. Wisconsin lost their coach. Um, you do have that interim coach bump. We talked about that before, where teams that lose their head coach will circle the wagons at least for a game, and you'll get a much better effort than they've been giving. And that's exactly what you got. It was the perfect scenario um, But I will tell you, it's not like they're playing a world beater this week either. So I, 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 the line worries me a little bit. If I was a Wisconsin fan, I'd be a little concerned this number isn't higher. Michigan State's not looked good. Um, they are 9-2 and two straight up their last 11 at home, but they have not looked good in a lot of spots. Um, and so Michigan State also plays good defense at home, so expect a lower score game. Hard to cover a touchdown or more if you're not scoring a bunch of points, but I, I can't play Michigan State in this spot. I think they are uh, really uh, a mess right now. I like Wisconsin minus the points if you make me play it. Did you
0: have any idea that Tennessee would be this good and the thought on Alabama-Tennessee?
1: I, I did. You know, I go on in Knoxville. I have for probably 10 years. Um, longer than that, actually, maybe 14 years. And I said preseason. I, I, Josh Heifel, I you know, I knew of his days in Oklahoma. I knew he was a great hire. I knew they were going to get better. You always are cautious when you talk about SEC teams because you can get a lot better and still not be relevant at the end of the year because you've got to get through Alabama and Georgia. And I and as so everybody loved me when I was saying those things over the last year and a half or so, they all came out of the trailer parks and wanted to blow up the radio today because I went on and basically told them, "Listen, this Tennessee team is a it's like a Big 12 champion." All right, that's what Tennessee is to me. They play very Big 12-ish football right now, very good offensively secondary suspect aren't as big and, and, and athletic up front as you need to be and I understand what Alabama's done but I think there's a much better case for didn't have their quarterback I do believe he's going to play this week and the fact that his, at Alabama over the last few years we've seen them play down to their level of competition a lot of times and when you run that fast fun and gun offense that Tennessee runs you had better execute. And better be able to stay on the field because if you do, we see this out of the Big Twelve almost every time they go to the to the uh, the the uh, playoff that they end up that fast offense that works in conference doesn't work against Alabama and Georgia and now they're like okay now what our defense has run fifty four plays in the first half what are we going to do and they don't have an answer for that I suspect that's what happens also. Beware, there's a few games this week. Vegas is inviting you to play one side, and that has been the wrong side consistently. Last week, teams that had 80% of the money bet on them, they were 1-4-1 again last week. All right? That's been the trend. This week, the most bet-on game of the entire week is Tennessee-Alabama. Tennessee has the most money so far, at not only of college, but of any college and NFL game that has more money on bet on Tennessee. Second, Oklahoma-Kansas. People who set that one, I have no idea why Oklahoma's a nine-point favorite against Kansas, but I know enough to know somebody does know that's the second most bet game in college football, and Kansas is the second most bet team. So be very, very careful. Third, again, you guys are the Big Ten are interested in that Michigan-Penn State game. People are filing and playing uh, Penn State plus the points in that one. So be careful following the $50 guide to the window.
0: Last question, talking with Fat Jack, go to FatJackSports.com. I don't know if he's going to change his name to Blue Flame, as in Blue Flame, smoking hot, but we'll wait on that. Uh, Ahead of the curve on a team or teams in the NFL, it's weird, but I always think I look at teams that just stink and people just can't believe that they're as bad as they are. But maybe it also works on the other end where you're ahead of the curve on seeing how good a team might be. Like, I really like the Giants, not as a team, but their coach, the way they played, their toughness, I, I'm,
1: I want to watch them more. There are a lot of things, and they're getting better. They are also overrated, and that's what you want to look for this time of year. Teams that have, for whatever reason, produced very high, great results or really bad results. And how can you take advantage of the recency bias that the public is going to grab onto? And there's a few of those. The Giants are certainly one of them. Uh, that they're you know, 4-1 against the spread, looking like they know what they're doing. They're confident. Their quarterback is still not very good, though, and that will catch up with you as they play better teams, including, I think, this week. The other one that falls into exactly that category on the other end is a team like Pittsburgh. They get blown out last week against by far the best team in the NFL right now, the Buffalo Bills, and now they come back. Mike Tomlin is still 49-28 and 28 against the spread as an underdog, and he's only four games under five hundred. Straight up as an underdog. Tampa Bay's offense looks lost. Tom Brady's probably in marriage counseling today or taking his kids to the beach. I don't know what he's doing as he gets ready for this game, but I do know that they're not scoring points in Tampa and they're not covering numbers in Tampa. And so I actually like Pittsburgh in that one as well for the same reason. You have teams that the public is going to say, I've seen what they are the last couple weeks. That's got to continue. That is how you go broke in the NFL. And
0: as I say, people don't feel about it enough. Gambling is hard. It's tough. That's why you need Fat Jack, especially when he's blue flame smoking hot. Fat Jack, we'll talk next Friday. Thanks. Absolutely, guys. Have a great weekend, and I'll see you soon. Go to yeah, fatjacksports.com.
1: I didn't know Brady was in uh, rehab. That's, I'm going to change my pick, Bevel. Hold on.
0: There's nothing better than to be blue flame smoking <laughs> I had, hot.
1: I had Tampa Bay. I don't know now. I got to. I got to rethink that one. Yeah, I'll I got. Get, I'll get back and let you know.
0: You can. Yeah, I can, change, all, I can change them. You can change all you want, but when you change, you got to put them up on Twitter because people yeah, yeah, puts yeah. them up I'll, on yeah, Twitter. I put them up on Twitter. I mean, yeah, so. there are people that might be
1: mortgaging their house on your picks. Oh yeah, Yeah. <laughs> you got to have a lot more faith than Kenny uh, Pickett. If you? If hey, if they're if they're mortgaging their house on my picks, they probably don't own a house.
0: <laughs> uh, we can use that in an intro next.